Okay, to Ottawa next, where the Liberals have called a special meeting this afternoon as pressure mounts to kick Jody Wilson-Raybould and Jane Philpott out of the Liberal caucus. Not yet clear uh, when the full caucus will meet to determine the fate of these two former cabinet ministers. But as I mentioned, uh, pressure has uh, particularly mounted in the last couple of days with several liberal liberals coming out and publicly condemning Wilson-Raybould for secretly taping a December 19th conversation with Privy Council Clerk Michael Wernick that was, as I'm sure you know by now, submitted as evidence to the Commons Justice Committee back on Friday. And here to discuss this further is Andrew McDougall. He is a political scientist at the University of Toronto and joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Andrew, good afternoon. Appreciate the time. No problem. All right. Uh, just uh, first off, as a political scientist, uh, I'm just uh, curious as to your take of what you've seen gone on uh, for the last uh, you know few weeks, a month or so here. I mean, th- this is pretty extraordinary stuff. I mean, I know all governments have disagreements, uh, but normally they're behind closed doors. Oh, it's a very exciting scandal uh, as scandals go. Uh, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen uh, a scandal quite like this where it really is somebody inside of the party that is their lead antagonist and who's been creating all of this damage and who's basically been allowed to uh, to stay in the party throughout this whole this whole process. I mean, it's a very odd situation. I do kind of understand why the Liberals have decided to, uh, to keep her in uh, so far, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if they decided at the end of the day that, that she couldn't stay as part of this team. All right. What is the uh, evidence, I guess I'll call it, to support keeping Wilson-Raybould and Philpott uh, in, in uh, caucus and uh, part of the Liberal Party? Well, up until now, they've been very important members of the Liberal team, very visible uh, members of, of the Liberal team that have brought different constituencies uh, into the party. I mean, sort of uh, have, has, have added Indigenous voices, uh, women's voices. I mean, all of uh, all of these constituencies are important to the Liberals, and, and they've played a, a key role in in bringing representation from those groups into the into the government. But uh, I mean, at this point, though, the question is whether or not uh, that's enough, uh, given given the developments and, and whether or not the party's just better better without them. Yeah. Do the pros uh, essentially outweigh the cons? And uh, the, the, are they busy, do you think, making sort of that political calculation uh, right now? Uh, obviously, we're in an election year, an election is set for uh, October. Uh, are they making that sort of uh, calculation and are they uh, kind of trying to balance that off, do you think, with what a lot of liberal MPs uh, or at least some have said uh, publicly that uh, they just don't trust, uh, you know, Wilson Raybolt or Phil Pot anymore or they don't feel as if, uh, you know, for lack of a better description, deserve to be liberals? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. The, the election is hanging over all of this, and they're trying to make the decision as to whether or not they're just better off, uh, better off without them. Uh, I mean, I, I think that there was a little bit of a, a change in, in tone after it came out that um, uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould had uh, been um, surreptitiously recording uh, people as, as part of this uh uh, sort of chain of events. And, you know, you can make the argument that, that she felt that she didn't have much uh, choice and that she had to do that. But, uh, I mean, I think other people took a look at that and saw that as a bit of an, of, of an abuse of trust uh, to record people without telling them that they, they were being recorded. So, uh, you know, I, I think there's been a clear breakdown um, between um, those two former ministers and the rest of the team. And now they're trying to decide whether or not that's, uh, you know, it's gotten to the point where they just can't be part of the same party anymore. And interestingly, and there's so many different uh, layers uh, to the story that just seemingly keep building, uh, I know, at one point it seemed like by the hour, never mind by the day. But uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould said uh, yesterday that uh, she wants to remain in the caucus, sees no reason that she should be expelled and that she's a liberal. 
And can you square that circle effectively uh, when you've basically uh, told people that, uh, you know, you don't trust your boss or the people you work with and you felt uh, undue pressure? I think most people would say if I was in that sort of position in my workplace, uh, the last last thing I'd want to do is to hang around, to stay around. I'd want to leave. Yeah, I mean, and that's going back to with, with what I started with, one of the weirdest things about this is that I can't think of any other time when... Uh, you know, the situation has gotten to this point and the uh, the members have all said that they still want to be part of the same party, they want to be part of the same team. Ordinarily, long before the situation would reach this point, somebody would have quit or they would have been fired um, before they, uh, you know, before long. Um, but here, you know, she seems to take the position that, look, she was, had the, the broader interests of the party and the prime minister in mind with all of her actions and that she felt that, you know, she was being unduly pressured to intervene in a criminal uh, affair and that it, she really acted in the best interests of the liberals and that she deserves to remain part of the liberal team. Um, but, I, you know, I think everybody can see why there might be uh, some people looking at that and saying it's a, kind of a curious take to take. Yeah, is this an old-fashioned uh, standoff? Uh, basically, we've got uh, two sides up against one another, and they're just waiting to see who blinks first? Uh, I don't know if it's quite like that. I mean, I think uh, at this point, I mean, it kind of depends on whether or not there's anything more to come. Uh, and the, the the Liberal Justice Committee, the Liberal-dominated Justice Committee, has, has started to wind this down. And so we may be seeing the end of this uh you know, in in view, at which point I don't think they're necessarily a, it's a standoff so much as now everyone's just kind of grappling with the fallout and like the election that's coming up. Uh, I think at this point it's become more of a, a situation where the liberal team has to decide whether or not they can still consider these two former members uh, one of their own. Let me ask you to take your academic hat off for a second and maybe put on an advisor hat. If uh, you were there in the uh, PMO, if you were advising the uh, prime minister, uh, what advice would you have uh, for him uh, moving forward? Uh, I mean, I think that that uh, that's a, that's a tough call, and I can understand why they're they're giving it some thought. Uh, but I think that that will really depend on how things shape up. And first of all, as to what the other members of the liberal team have to say, so they're going to meet and they're going to have to listen to how the strong views are and and make a decision in light of that. But also, I think take a look at how this plays out in the next two, three, four weeks uh, to try to decide, uh, you know, what the best. Uh, way forward is um, and try to put this behind them as fast as possible uh, with the election coming up. All right. You believe this is going to be a few weeks still. This is not a case of, I was going to say, rip the Band-Aid off fast, but this has been going on uh, for, for some time, as we know. Uh, I, I think that it's got a little bit of life in it. I mean, there there is a couple more... Um, uh, a couple more rounds to go, and I think uh, the the committee is going to be taking some texts, uh, uh, receiving some more evidence that they're going to consider. So we don't know what's in that, and depending on how explosive or not that is, that could you know put some more wind into the sails of this uh, whole saga, and, and we might see it play out over the next couple of weeks. Then again, if there's nothing in that, then it probably will be uh, a lot. Uh, shorter, um, but I think that it'll probably be you know in the in the news cycle for at least another week and probably a little bit more. But we'll have to see depending on what uh, what comes out. Well, we have been and we will continue to uh, watch this with interest. Andrew McDougall, political scientist at the University of Toronto. Andrew, really appreciate the time and thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. No problem at all. Thank you.